Hello all, welcome to the Literacy Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 337, and today we'll be talking about Captured Clops from Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart. I'm GC13. And I'm David. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Badger Clops is a big old lazy bones, isn't he? <laughs> the There's two premises. One is this sort of fantastical version of the episode, which is that Badger Clops takes a <laughs> Herculean journey to find where he belongs. And then the reality, which is <laughs> Magiclops has two chores, and he joins the Sky Pirates in order to avoid them. Which is absolutely the lowest we've ever seen him stoop. And I have talked about it before. It is beautiful how inconsequential are <laughs> the choices that Badgerclops gets to make in this show. Like, he is so easily duped, he's so stupid, and yet he can so easily be the leader of the Sky Pirates and is absolutely not threatened by them in any way, you know, if they try capturing him. So it's just great that he really only has to face Mau Mau in the end. And even then, he has no great realization about his life. He just realizes that the Sky Pirates are lamer <laughs> and that he feels yeah. a little accomplished when he does some of his chores. Hey, hey, not having something that you have to do is very, very relieving. But it, it was pretty good how Badgerclops just asserted himself to the head of the Sky Pirate hierarchy just by being more obnoxious than Orangusnake. <laughs> is that is that the defining characteristic for the leader of the Sky Pirates, just obnoxiousness? Uh, I, I, think, I think with Badgerclops at the head of the Sky Pirates, that would have been the case, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think the arm cannon helps, definitely helps him out. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't even have to threaten him with it most of the time. It's just social browbeating. Like, no, I'm not willing to accept that this is your chair, so just do what I tell you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't I don't know. Orangusnake seems to really... Um... Be be weak in the face of of greater not authority but greater will. <laughs> Patroclops's will is just stronger than anybody else's. Yeah, so we're we're getting flashbacks to bossing say, aren't we? Oh, maybe. Whose will is stronger? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for Badgerclops, he's uh nowhere close to being as badass as Azula. <laughs> not even yeah, close. Badgerclops is definitely no Azula, although. Both of them can make beams of energy uh, fire out of his arm, her finger, so... Blue energy. Yeah, blue energy, so... Yeah, blue energy, in fact. But see, Azula, like, knows... she. This is meditated. Her actions are purposeful. Badgerclops is just stumbling around <laughs> emotionally, and it's working out for him. Running away from his problems again. Which... I love his, this is just Disney moment, and the way that he just is so close to singing Go the Distance. <laughs> and I actually thought, are those the exact lyrics? Like, is this copyrighted? This is so weird. But it was funny because there was this time in my high school where this group of kids was obsessed with that song. And so this just harkened straight back to me to that moment where people were singing like, where I belong. And <laughs> I don't know. I wonder where Parker Simmons was drawing from or whoever boarded this, where they, where they were drawing from for that. But it's great. But it's also great because that's the fact that Badger Clops thinks he doesn't 
belong <laughs> just because he gets called Lazy Bones. Like, there's so many other directions that that could have gone. Like, you could have just been mad at Mau Mau. We, we have an episode like that where two heads collide. But instead here, Badgerclops thinks that fundamentally he doesn't fit in in this household amongst <laughs> the responsible Mau Mau. Like, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous is a good word for, I mean, not just this episode, but the humor of Mau Mau in general. Yeah, and yet, I, I, I don't remember what it was that we brought up maybe last podcast episode, but so many times, there's like, hilariously, they'll include justifications for things when there didn't need to be, and that happened again here, where Orangusnake actually finds his hand puppet <laughs> in the lake right before <laughs> he then says, ah, and I have a brilliant plan. <laughs> I had forgotten that he had found, he had just found that just out of nowhere, so it was, it was very amusing. Uh, watching him just call that out. Yes, it's it's not that I had this puppet forever. Uh, it's not that Oscar reached into a plot hole to grab his his pencil. He just always carries one with him. Duh. Right. I know that definitely felt like a detail that rewarded second watching. Like you might have just not really thought about it the first time because you're like just seeing them playing around in the lake, and also you're recovering from the absolutely amazing pun. Of <laughs> them the trying to find rock. a hard rock, and then haha, they get hit by a hard rock. Very satisfying. I think it was an accident. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that Ramaraf is so so thoughtful in considering you know that Badgerclops wasn't intentionally trying to hurt them. So sweet. I I loved the whole. See, I told you we wouldn't think it was weird. <laughs> I love that. That's the thing. Like. Badgerclops is just so caught up in himself that he doesn't notice. Like, he's so susceptible to just how stupid and bad the Sky Pirates are doing their job. Like, Orangusnake is not pulling off this magical creature thing. And I love that he he's a bad improv partner because <laughs> Badgerclops asks the, the puppet to do magic and he's just like, uh, no. No. <laughs> that's the, first, that's the full, first rule of improv. You gotta go along with it. He could have just tossed, like, Tossed a rock up there. See, I made a rock appear and, and, and fly up in the air. Yeah. Badger Cops would have bought it. And yet, where they did pull candy out of nowhere. Or did they just paint the rocks? Like, what was that? <laughs> he just had a pile of candy and traps already set up. Are they always carrying mouse traps on them? I mean, you never know when a mouse trap can come in handy, so... I wouldn't be surprised if they kept that. They on. have a mouse on the team! What does that say? <laughs> Any moment when he didn't incapacitate him? I... I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, he's probably got sticky fingers. You probably want to, if you ever had any food in the larder, you'd probably want to protect it. Right, if they ever actually bothered to do their groceries. Which apparently, I guess they can afford groceries. At first I thought, oh, the Sky Pirates don't have food because they're just, you know, I mean, they technically don't even have jobs, so they must struggle to get food. But no, they just don't grocery shop, which is <laughs> truly pathetic. I mean, they're they're not they're not scrounging in the dump anymore so yeah they must have got jobs somewhere yeah i don't know i mean maybe they sometimes steal money they don't seem to be into that though they're not they're not normal pirates mm. actually pirating money oh well they're probably drop shippers and it, it did end up having consequences so you know kids remember to grocery shop because otherwise you'll be so famished you won't see your friend running up to you to you know punch you uppercut you in the chest you mean casually strolling up to you right Badgerclops I casually walked up to you <laughs> that was such a great replay that they did that was that was really really good 
Like, okay, line up in the order you want your butts kicked. Oh, I call last. <laughs> you always get last. <laughs> Th- that it's reached this point that it's just like, why do these characters even exist? <laughs> They're just here to be beaten up and to be pure gags. Yeah, after after Orangus Snake begins, they don't even believe in themselves anymore. Which, like, where do you go with these characters? Like, they, everyone doesn't need an arc, and I don't even know how much, you know, Mau Mau and Badgerclops' journeys are very slow and seem to be constantly regressing all the time. But, you know, maybe, and really only Adorbat's the one potentially growing in this show. <laughs> but, uh, like, what what do you do with the Sky Pirates after, after so many episodes? I think I, they pretty much kill it in uh, season two, or if this is part two of season one, through the end. I, I really like how the latest episode finishes up with Snake, but still it's it's just it's impressive that they've painted them so weakly because it really I mean you don't need tension in the show but you need like in order for any plot to happen even a comedic plot there needs to be like something carrying it through and I feel like this episode really pushes at the seams of that <laughs> because you know at no point are the villains a threat so it's just about okay how will Badgerclops's journey turn out you know what will cause him to change things and that resolves so quickly that they're like, well, what else do we have time to do in this episode? Well, let's just go ahead and show what would happen if the Sky Pirates almost died. <laughs> you know, go ahead and do that. Not only do we put them down and kick them to the bottom and show them how pathetic they are, but then also let's look at a very realistic depiction of them uh, exploding and dying. Like, it's almost terrifying. And I like how Badgerclops, you know, remarks, Oh, but could you <laughs> imagine <laughs> if they actually died? You know, oh well. Hmm. See, I thought the I thought the joke of that was like, oh, they have such easy lives and then cut to cut to how unrelaxed they are in the moment. So I thought that actually happened. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Survived their terrifying crash. Yes. But the the beauty of Mau Mau here is a pure heart is that you may have villains that are utter laughingstocks, total jokes, but at any given moment, you can easily have them level up and become threats again. Well, except when they level up, are they threats? I mean, you could have the... You, you could, just in the second season, if you wanted to use them and have them actually be dangerous now, you could just say, oh, the Ruby Pureheart was messing with their heads the whole time, and now they're not stupid anymore. I don't think they'll do that, but they could if they wanted. I mean, they made Patrick Starr smart at least once. For one episode, before he did the obligatory, being smart is no fun, I'm going to be stupid again. <laughs> I'm just saying, you could have kept some of the brain coral. You didn't have to get rid of all of it. Yeah, it's always a complete character reset. So yeah, did did uh, did Badgerclops grow this episode? It, it, has he been shown doing chores since? Uh... I mean, no more than usual. Yeah. Remember, Mau Mau is very much a this is a cartoon kind of a cartoon. And so his extreme aversion to chores is really only a character trait in this one episode. (laughs) Right. It's something that you could believe would be a trait of his, but actually isn't demonstrated before or after. Which, you know, sure. So you see, the the Sky Pirates aren't the only ones the Ruby Pureheart is messing with. I love... That, you know, Adorbat doesn't have a very big role in this episode, but she shines brightly where she is. I love the way she plays along, yeah, with the trap door. Just like, oh, okay. (laughs) I almost think, like, what if her thought process is, you know, oh, Mau falling? Okay, yeah, I'll fall too. You know, (laughs) whatever, whatever Mau doing, I'll do that. 
or if it was to appease the sky pirates i don't i don't know which yeah i th- i think it was to make them feel better i mean and then even if you think logically which i don't think she was like why would you want to stay there alone probably better just to fall yeah less awkward i mean yeah then you'd have to make conversation they would inevitably try to recruit you and you know i don't think uh, much like meatwad i don't think a dwarbat knows how to gracefully get out of that conversation <laughs> ryan posein baby well, at the very end of the episode, anyway. But but again, Badgerclops was all set to run away from yet another problem before he just, his imagination, you know, full-on took hold. Yeah, I mean, he was fully deluded. I almost wondered, like, if the food, like, the phenomenon of them believing in the food was actually projecting real food into the world that sustained them. But that theory was falsified yep. by the fact that they were all fainting. Orangusnake was really selling me on that they were actually manifesting food, like that that lamb stuck out of his his throat. Yeah, yeah. What was... Uh, what is Gabagoo? Is that... Is that... What did he say? Ratarang things? Yeah, Ratarang said some, like, Gabagoo! And started <laughs> eating, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Oh, well. I mean, I think it's better not to question anything that Ratarang does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just being a Ratarang over here. Hey, please do, please do not shoot me over here. <laughs> best, best Ratarang line of the episode, at least. <laughs> Clarifying over here. <laughs> I mean, Ratarang is a pleasure. I like how absolutely none of the Sky Pirates, by the way, spoke up for Orangusnake being their boss. Nope. <laughs> That that structure deteriorates very quickly. I, d- I don't know if they even realized that Badgerclops was supplanting him. They're just like, yeah, whatever. We're, we're just gonna go with the flow here. Yeah. These, guy- these guys are definitely purebred followers. Did they, like, steal their ship? Like, how did this group... There There's more funny stories to be told on how this group even got together and how they ended up with anything... At all. <laughs> like, they didn't pirate their way to this ship, right? Like, how did they have anything? Well, we, we know that back before he ended up in the Pure Heart Valley, Orangusnake was actually a competent villain. The The real question is where Ramaraf, Ratarang, and Boss Hostrich came from because they do not fit in with the rest of the crew he had assembled to steal the Ruby Pure Heart. Yeah, where did, where did everything go so wrong? I think when Mau Mau and Badgerclops showed up and Dorabat tagged along. Ugh. These poor, these poor villains that their, their main enemies have a, like, six-year-old on the team. (laughs) Yeah. Who consistently beats them up. Yeah. So, so there you go. Another, another great, great episode of Badgerclops stumbling around, no character growth. Um, and a, a lovely Disney reference that felt so beautifully strangely in place <laughs> and almost against copyright law it's great i'm sure everything got smoothed over though anyway guys that's been us on captured clops join us next week until then i'm gc13 and i'm david and there is a place where your review belongs and that's on apple podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts hit us up later everybody Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com. 